You're listening to the Saint Sports Network. Network. Ten, nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Saint Sports Network, it's Burke's Catholic Saints football. Sponsored by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Tonight, from the Florino Sports Complex, it's your Burke's Catholic Saints taking on the Pope John Paul II Golden Panthers. Now to the broadcast booth. Here is your announcer, Ryan Reineweaver. Well, good evening and welcome everyone for homecoming here tonight at Burke's Catholic as we have quite a few uh, young men and women out there being announced homecoming king and queen as they just announced the queen out there. Christian Caccioni of Burke's Catholic not named homecoming king for anyone uh, who was concerned or wondering. But anyway... We're here for football tonight. Enough with the uh, the theatrics here. The pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. In-Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In-Home Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. And back here at Burke's Catholic. So Burke's Catholic rolling into this game with a 2-1 and one record. Uh, they avenged that loss at Central Dolphin uh, back on September the 3rd with a dominating win against Chichester. They were up 39-7 to in that road game uh, down in Delco and came away. They did give up a 22 unanswered to end the game, but uh, they had more than enough firepower to go out on top there. 39-29, your final score. But again, coming in at 2-1, and one, uh, we had the win against Executive Education uh, right here uh, on the Saint Sports Network, a 46-12 win that was cut short just before halftime due to weather. Uh, the weather not looking spectacular here tonight. Uh, some dark clouds off in the distance, but hopefully uh, no weather events coming our way uh, for the rest of the evening. But again, they beat Executive Education, their only home game here so far in Reading, and that was a 46-12 victory. And then they played at Central Dolphin, a 41-22 loss, one that uh, looks a lot worse on paper than it was in actuality. Uh, Burke's Catholic with a chance to tie the game, unfortunately turned it over on downs uh, just shy of midfield. So it was a one-possession game uh, coming down late, and then Central Dolphin ripped off a massive run to go up by two scores, uh, and then Burke's Catholic with a fumble to end the game that Central Dolphin ran back for a touchdown. Uh, so that one ending 
looking a lot worse. Uh, a 19-point loss, but in all actuality, it was a much, much closer game uh, the entire way along there. And then, again, the Chichester game happening last week. Berks Catholic putting up 13 in the first, 12 in the second. Another two touchdowns in the third to go up 39-7. to And then Chichester again with 22 unanswered. Uh, but Christian Caccioni, Josiah Jordan kind of doing it all once again. Caccioni with three touchdown runs, uh, one of 30 yards, one of 15, and one of 14. Uh, Luke Hughes had a four-yard plunge as well, and then Josiah Jordan a five-yard run and a 55-yard interception return uh, for a touchdown. Berks Catholic with only 264 yards total, uh, 228 of those coming on the ground, 36 through the air. The only attempted five passes as opposed to 48 rushes. And I would anticipate something very similar. Caccioni ending up with 16 of those carries for a buck 54 in those three TDs. Uh, Hughes with 13 carries as very even splitting the, the load there. And then Josiah Jordan coming in third with seven carries for 31 yards and the score Josiah Jordan also with a 20-yard catch. And again, that interception return for a touchdown that put that game well out of reach for Berks Catholic. But again, coming in tonight, totally different animal uh, when they play Pope John Paul II, and we'll review Pope John Paul when we come back. You are listening to the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary... I'm with a 2-1 and one record. Uh, they are a very evenly balanced team, uh, because when you talk about the Golden Panthers, you can't talk about anybody but DJ Clark, their starting quarterback. Stands all of about 5'10", buck sixty-five. Uh, but there is very little that he can't do on the field for Pope John Paul. Uh, we're talking about a 76% completion percentage. Uh, he's attempted 46 passes. He's completed 35 for 461 yards, six touchdowns, and only one interception. And, oh, by the way, uh, he's also third on the team in rushing with 89 yards, averaging just shy of 30 yards per game. Uh, when you talk about the rushing attack of the Golden Panthers, that starts and ends with Josh Little. Little with 342 yards. He averages a buck 14 per game, 11.4 yards per carry. Uh, and he has a massive touchdown run to his credit of uh, six touchdowns in total for him, uh, making up over half of Pope John Paul's season totals. They have 11 on the ground. He only has 100-plus yard rushing game, uh, but very, very solid the rest of the way. They also have a handful of other players uh, to keep an eye on. Marquise Williams is certainly one of them. He has 10 carries for 108 yards, averaging 10.8 yards per carry. Uh, and then they also have the senior, Steele DiPetrillo. Uh, he's carried 11 times for 59 yards and two scores. And receiving out of the backfield, the reason that the passing uh, attempts have been as 
bountiful and as uh, the completion percentage is as high as it is, is mostly because he's swinging those passes right out of the backfield. Deep Petrillo has three catches. Uh, Josh Little, their running back, has 11 catches to go with his 30 carries. And then you look at some of the other players that they have. You know, we talked about Marquise Williams a little bit. He has seven catches out of the backfield. Uh, Brendan Kenning has four and the junior wide receiver, number 23, is one to keep an eye on. And then somebody else with four catches as well over those three games is Braden Reed. He has 176 yards uh, on four receptions, averaging 44 yards a catch. And he also has two touchdowns to his name. Take a look at the defense for Pope John Paul. And they are led by number 13, a sophomore in Boyd Scarbeck. Scarbeck with 13 tackles uh, on his own, six assisted tackles. Far and away the leader on this Pope John Paul defense with 19 tackles. Averages just over six tackles per game. And he has three tackles per loss to his name. Somebody else to keep an eye on if he is playing is TJ Basella. Uh, Basella has only played in one game, but he racked up three, uh, three and a half tackles for a loss out of his six solo tackles. Uh, so certainly something to keep an eye on there as well. Steele DiPetrillo, their backup running back, is also one to uh, keep an eye on on the defensive end. He has seven tackles, including three for a loss. Now, all of this with a small grain of salt. They are outscoring their opponents 121 to 46, uh, but that's mostly because, well, if you take a look at the opponents that they've been beating up on, uh, it should really come as no surprise. One of those wins was a 51 to nothing win over New Hope Solberry uh, in a non-conference game, and then they also beat up on Archbishop Carroll down in Radnor uh, by a final score of 43 to 14. Meanwhile, last week they lost to Springside Chestnut Hill Academy 32-27 uh, in a game that will certainly be weighing heavily on their minds as we just about get ready to do the coin flip here. Both, uh, both teams sending out their respective captains. We will take a quick break. Uh, and discuss some keys to the game when we come back. Big thank you to Seasons Restaurant, their spot coming right up. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. And back here as we just about get ready to do the national anthem here at Berks Catholic High School once again. The Saints playing Pope John Paul in what is a very packed house. The student section is packed. Uh, I had to walk about five miles to get in here. I had to go park over at the neighboring church and uh, walk across the entire school. Some others uh, may have been a little bit luckier if you decided to park all over their beautiful grass. At this time, but at this time, we will rise and stand for the national anthem. God's blessing. Father, 
sent forth your grace upon all gathered for this game. Bless these players, coaches, and officials. Give them your guidance and protection and allow your spirit to reign in their hearts. And gracious Lord, when the game of life is over, may they win the most important victory, eternal life with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please remain. Teams ready for kickoff. Pope John Paul in their road white jerseys, white from head to toe, well, almost head to toe, neck to toe, as they have bright yellow helmets on their head. Meanwhile, Burke's Catholic going full on black jerseys, black helmets, black pants, black shoes, darn near everything head to toe, in this case, is black. They also have the gold numbers with the white outline they wear at all of their home games here. So 12 minutes up on the board. And certainly looking forward to kickoff on this one. Burke's Catholic will kick the ball off to start. I'm sorry, they will actually receive to start. I thought that was their kicker running out there to midfield. Said it'll be Caccioni and Jordan in the backfield, I believe as usual, as they actually have three split out uh, to receive the punt. Trey Brown, the other one, excuse me, Trace Brown, the other one, uh, standing at the 15-yard line, him and Jordan ready. Caccioni, the deep man, standing at his own four. So waiting for kickoff here, as it's number 45 kicking off. As Steve Rist, a senior kicker, 5'10", a buck 65. Kicking from the 40, and well, he was ready to go, and he had a start and stop. Now we have the whistle from the referees, and we're able to go. So with that, Rist, a little squib kick. It's going to be picked up by Jordan around the 15-yard line. He heads off to the right hash mark, able to break a few tackles, and then nearly... Uh, clotheslined down around the 40 as he got tackled around the neck. But that will be where the 
Burke's Catholic Saints start off and they get up to the 41-yard line, so a kickoff return of about 26 for Jordan. Burke's Catholic, of course, coming out in that wing T formation as they will have Hughes in the backfield with Gats out of the shot, or sorry, with Caccioni. Gats under center. A very tight formation. Jordan in motion. They're going to hand off to Hughes, and Hughes is swarmed immediately. I think he might have lost a yard. And that is something that Pope John Paul will do. They will absolutely swarm this rushing attack. So it will be incumbent upon the offensive coordinator here to pick out some plays that might uh, surprise and dazzle just a little bit. Burks Catholic not going to throw the football all that much as Hughes picking up negative one on the play. It'll be second down and 11. We'll say Burks Catholic now adding in the illuminated uh, down and distance markers on the far sideline, which makes it very easy to see. As coming around the end and picking up some yardage, I believe was Jordan. Jordan gonna pick up enough for the first down. Or sorry, it's gonna be Caccioni. So he'll have 11 yards on his own. And he's at the 49-yard line. So no surprise, two straight runs here to open up the game for Burks Catholic. Hughes once again in the backfield. J Jordan in motion across the formation. He takes the sweep handoff going around. He has a little bit of running room. He's across the 40, the 30, the 25 before he's finally drugged down. So again, we talked about a little dazzle. And he's going to go from the 49-yard line all the way down to the 22, so a run of 27 for Jordan. Very kind of reminiscent of what Burks Catholic did against Central Dolphin, that they were able to get Jordan going uh, pretty early, and he ran off some big yardage plays. Unfortunately, he was stuffed a little bit closer into the second half. Pichardo split out wide right here once again. This time it's going to be Caccioni in motion. They'll hand off to Hughes on the left side going off left tackle. He's able to get a couple, and he's down just ahead of the 15-yard line. So they're going to mark him at the, I believe, the 17 or 18-yard line. Hard to tell once we start, uh, we start throwing that right in the middle of the 20 and the 15-yard lines. They're going to mark him at the 18. So a run of four for Hughes. Once again, that wing T formation. Gats under center. Only one player split out wide, and that is Brown. This time they're going to hand off. Going off left tackle again is Burks Catholic, and they're going to scoot across the 15-yard line. Caccioni's going to be a bit short. And I believe that they're going to mark him at the 14. So another gain of four. Caccioni now with two rushes for 15 yards. It'll bring up thir third down and a very short three. Pichardo split out wide left. They're going to hand off. Once again, Caccioni, this time jukes to his right. He has the first down and more. He's inside the five. So nice run by Caccioni, getting behind his blocker and making a little bit more out of it than he most certainly should have. That ball's going to be marked down at the four, another 10-yard game for Caccioni. A 
now with 25 on three carries. And he has picked up the pace here. 16 carries, a buck 54, averaging about 9.6 against Chichester last week. As Jordan in motion. They're going to hand off to Hughes. Hughes breaking off left tackle, and he is in for the score. A very quick drive here as Hughes. Another rush for him. He now has eight yards on three carries, but more importantly, six points up on the board for the Saints. So the Saints go seven plays all the way down the field. Only one of them thrown for a loss. Everything else was extraordinarily positive. The extra point attempt is up, and it is good. 7-0 Saints will take a quick break and be right back. With 9.24 left here in the first quarter, you're listening to the Saints Radio Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Luke Hughes, a four-yard touchdown plunge. His second touchdown of the year, the first one coming last week against Chichester. He's just about hitting on his average there. 9.24 left, 7-0 Saints. A very quick drive. Like I said, seven plays, taking it all the way down the field. Ty Givens about to kick off here. As he will take the place of Andrew Gonzalez. Givens, end over end. It's going to be fielded at the 10-yard line. Coming across the 20, now the 30. The 40-yard line, the 50s, racing down the sideline. Can Burks catch him? They cannot. He is in for the score. That was quick. A 90-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And we are an extra point away from being knotted up. That took all of 13 seconds to go 90 yards. So a kick return for a touchdown there. Like I said, an extra point away from nodding it up. It was hard to get an eye on exactly who that was. It was either Petrillo or Pickle. Might have been De Petrillo. Uh, he's taken one kickoff in three games. And some flags down on the field for the extra point attempt. May take the Golden Panthers back five yards, and it certainly looks that way as everybody in the white jerseys starts marching back. And it is against the Panthers. Illegal procedure. They will march it back, and that makes this a much longer field goal attempt. It's not even... No, they just kept backing up. It is only a five-yard penalty. So it'll be placed at the seven-yard line. 
We'll make it about a 24-yard attempt. I'll mark it at the 15, so 25. The kick is up. And it's no matter. The kick is through. 7-7 seven, seven your score. We have 9-11 left to play here in the first quarter. And we have ourselves a ball game here in Reading. You're listening to the Saints Radio, Saints Sports Network. Because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine I said you look so fine that I really want to make you mine Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? So Marquise Williams with that run back of 90 yards makes it 7-7 seven to seven as he took that from the 10-yard line, as it was a beautiful end-over-end -end kick, but he just scooted right through the line and then made his way down the right sideline, unable to be caught. So, still have yet to see the Golden Panther offense in action, but we will get to see Burks Catholic again. This one high end-over-end. -end. It's going to be fielded at about the 31-yard line, as that was kind of a squib kick and kind of just absolutely throwing it up in the air. Reinhardt coming down with it, and he's going to get a couple of yards ahead. They're going to place it at the 41-yard line, so a return of about 11. Just a kind of bizarre kickoff there. And if you're going to kick it end over end, you're going to kick it deep. If you're going to squib it, you want to at least give your team a chance to get down the field and catch them at around the 30, but instead, starting on the 41-yard line, Caccioni Jukes one, Jukes two, now going up the middle. He has some green ahead of him. He has one man to beat. He's across the 20, 15, and he is caught as nearly from the 41-yard line. We'll see where they mark him down. It's going to be about the six, I believe. Where they, where they, where they spot him. And it's going to be about the 13-yard line. So a 46-yard run that time. Apologize, I had to figure out the math in my head. Caccione now with 71 yards on four carries. They put man in motion, the handoff to Hughes. It's not going to happen because I believe that we will have a false start on the offense here. As once again, the Saints starting to walk back. Aaron Reinhardt will check into the game. He'll take the place of Pichardo. So it'll be first down and 15. They'll spot it at the 17-yard line. As Trace Brown grabbing the play from the sideline, relays it to Gatz. Once again, one man split out wide right here, and it is Brown coming across the formation faking the sweep to Caccioni. Instead, they hand it off to Hughes, and Hughes is going to lose a few. Looks like a loss of three on the play. 
So it'll make it second and 18. And we'll see what Burks Catholic pulls out of the playbook on second and along. Again, only five passing attempts last week. And what to around the original line of scrimmage is Jordan. So they're going to spot him. And so a gain of nine for Jordan. So about a third and eight. Upcoming for the Saints, 7.05 remaining here in the first quarter. 7-7 your score. This time, once again, handing off, trying to go around the right side. He has no blockers ahead of him, but Caccioni is going to have enough speed to get the first down. And he's going to be brought down after yard and goal from the two-yard goal from the two-yard line. Caccioni was one man against about. Gats once again under center. Caccioni lined up to the right. He's in motion. They're going to hand it off to Caccioni. Caccioni, a big gaping hole to make his way through, and he is in for the score. It's 25. As this is a high-scoring run-and-gun type of game so far, Burks Catholic able to run at ease on Pope John Paul. Caccioni with three touchdowns last week as that extra point attempt is no good. It will keep it at 13-7. Once again with 6.25 remaining. So we will take a quick break before the next kickoff and be right back. 13-7, your score, Burks Catholic on top here in the first quarter. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Well, it was a 90-yard touchdown uh, return on the last kickoff by the Saints. We'll see what happens here if they decide to squib it. And now they're going to kick it deep again, once again going to Williams. He's going to catch that one around the 10 once again, this time going up the right sideline. Makes one man miss and finally tackled around the 31. They're going to mark him at the 32. Another solid, once again, another solid gain there. 22 yards on the kickoff return. Not quite 90 but also not terrible. 13 to seven, 617 left, and we finally get to see the Pope John Paul offense in action. So we'll see what they bring to the table again. Seems so long ago, but talking about DJ Clark, third on the team in rushing, over 76% completion percentage. And he's gonna throw it immediately, throws it out little screen pass, excuse me, screen pass to Marquise Williams. Takes it in the backfield, swung it out there, but there is a flag on the field. I would imagine it's coming back. And it's going to be a holding call on the offense. That will stick them in first and 20 to start at the 
Should be about the 12-yard line. Instead, they're going to stick them back. Yeah, keep walking them. Sorry, the 22. Instead, they're going to stick them at the 25-yard line. So, only a loss of 8 there. It'll be 1st and 18 with the clock running. Clark in the shotgun, 3. Split out wide to the left. That one tipped up in the air. Well done by Trace Brown getting a hand on that. As they went five wideouts on that play. Trips right, two to the left. As they've certainly seen something that they liked in this Berks Catholic defense. Berks Catholic, when they played executive charter here at home, gave up two long touchdown plays. And what ended up being a blowout victory, but certainly something that they saw on film as they will hand it off. And the handoff is too little. Little will gain some back, but it will make it third down now. Sofredo on the tackle. As he's able to pick up, I believe, four on the play. So make it third and 14 from the 29-yard line. They're going to pass, getting flushed out of the pocket, finding a wide out. And it was number nine again, Little, with the reception, but a gain of about three on the play. And it's going to be fourth down and 11. Pachardo on the tackle. So once again, this is a team that enjoys throwing the ball, and they especially enjoy throwing the ball to their running backs out of the backfield. And they will send out their punter. So it is number 23 out there uh, getting ready to receive. They have plenty of protection for him. Punt is away. It's taken in by Jordan at the 35-yard line. Coming up the right side, makes one man miss. And finally, two Pope John Paul players converge on him and tackle him, but not until he gets across midfield. And right around that first down marker uh, that Pope John Paul was striving for. And it may be right on the marker. Uh, they're actually going to gain a yard on that, so it's going to be first and 10 at the 42-yard line for the Saints. So a three and out for Pope John Paul. Kind of done in there with an eight-yard holding penalty on first down. Kind of limits the things that you can do. And what Burks Catholic can do is run the football as Luke Hughes taking the handoff from Gats. And he's able to get across the 35-yard line. It will mark him right at the 35, so seven yards for Hughes. Now has five carries for 12 yards. Burks Catholic once again. Same formation every time. You know what you're getting. This time, Gats rolling out to his right. He's going to try to throw the ball. Instead, he tucks it in and runs, and he's able to make it back to the line of scrimmage. Mark him right at the 35, so no gain for Gats. I don't think that was a designed play for Gats, as it certainly looked like he had his eyes downfield, but 
He had a couple of blockers ahead of him. He ended up running into some pressure uh, of his own doing there and gets no gain on the play. It'll make it third and three on the 35-yard line. Caccioni on the sweep reverse. He's able to get across the 35, and he's going to be close to a first down. And I believe that they're going to mark him down at the 31-yard line. So a gain of gain of four and a first down for the Saints. So seven carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown for Caccioni. Once again, this Pope John Paul defense did so well in the first two weeks. Two blowout victories for them, including a 51 to nothing game. But as they would say, a horse of a different color here as you're playing Berks Catholic on their home field during homecoming. This time, Caccioni taking it has to jive step a few times and is able to get up to the line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go there. Might have moved the nose of the football ahead of the dash mark. Is that one a design draw play getting it to Caccioni? And by that time, all the Pope John Paul players had kind of swarmed the line of scrimmage. And that's where they stayed. They didn't make it any deeper than that. So Caccioni caught right at the line. Second and 10, a flag thrown on the field. The handoff would have been to Jordan, but instead will likely be coming back as the play is blown dead. But the referee coming over, and we're going to have offside called on Pope John Paul, so never mind that. They'll move it up five yards onto the 26. It'll make it second down and five as the clock ticks down to two. 30 remaining here in the first quarter. Again, 13 to seven, Berks Catholic on top. The only score for Pope John Paul was a 90 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. This time Gatz faking the handoff to Caccioni. He's gonna try to take it himself and the line keeps pushing him forward. They're gonna blow it dead even though that line was still moving. And they're going to mark him a yard short. So it's going to end up still being third down and five. They will mark it back at the line of scrimmage. So Gatz, his second carry. That one looked a little bit more designed as they faked to Caccioni, and he tucked it immediately. So third and five, minute 30 left here in the first quarter. Again, Burks Catholic driving. No issues here on offense. This time, he'll go reverse to Caccioni. Caccioni swims to his left, and he's going to get tackled shy of the first down marker. He's going to be about a yard short. So it'll be fourth and one. Have to imagine Burke's Catholic going to go for it, only short here by three feet. Clock ticks under a minute now. Got it to the 22. Fourth and one here. Play clock down to 10. Right in the middle of the field between the hash marks. They hand off to Gats and there is a flag on the field. And 
I believe they're going to call offsides again on Pope John Paul. So a freebie twice now on this drive. Will push Burks Catholic ahead five yards, and it'll be a first down. So on fourth and one, you can't give them free yards like that. you got to make them earn it. And unfortunately for Pope John Paul, they just gave him five free ones. Ball on the 17-yard line. Burks Catholic likely with one more play here in the first quarter as the play clock ticks down to five. Gats handing off. Hughes up the middle. It's going to be just shy of a first down, but what certainly looks like a solid gain there. I'll mark him at the eight-yard line, a gain of nine. And that's how the first quarter will end here at Burks Catholic. The Saints on top 13 to 7 after 12 minutes of play. We'll be right back for second quarter action here on the Saints Sports Network. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills set. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Well, we were going to bring you another commercial spot there, but instead you'll just have to listen to me yammer on as the Burks Catholic Saints swap ends of the field. They have it on the eight-yard line. It's second down and one with a fresh 12 minutes up on the board. Trace Brown bringing in the play from the sideline from head coach Rick Keeley. Keeley coming into this year was 45 and 41 overall in his career. This time they're going to hand it off, trying to go all the way around the outside, and getting across the pylon is Jordan. An 80-yard touchdown for Josiah Jordan. And the Saints now up 19-7. As they just keep rolling over top of... Pope John Paul here. I was getting worried that we hadn't had much scoring in a while. A whole uh, six minutes and 34 seconds had gone by. Starting to get concerned, but it's 19 to 7. Lining up for the two-point conversion to make it an even, well, I say even, but to make it a normal 21 points. Gats running out to his right. He's going to get stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. So two-point conversion fails. So an eight-yard touchdown run for Josiah Jordan as they have spread the wealth here, has Burks Catholic. Hughes with the first touchdown run. Caccioni with an eight-yard run. Or sorry, Caccioni with a two-yard run. And now Josiah Jordan with an eight-yard run. They did something similar last week where 
All of their running backs got into the action no different this week as they now lead by 12 with 11.51 remaining. So it's been all Burks Catholic here, especially on offense, as they've just been rumbling. I can't add everything up on the fly here, but Gats, with no passing attempts, should tell you all that you need to know, as Josiah Jordan with three attempts for 44 yards, Luke Hughes with six rushes for 21 and a touchdown, and Caccioni with nine rushes for 90 yards. As once again, given set to kick off. Little and Williams back to receive for Pope John Paul. This one a squib kick up the middle. It won't be retrieved by either of them. Well, actually it will now. Ball still on the ground and finally they just have to pick it up and they're going to get it up to the 11-yard line. So this took a to perfection as it took a bounce and it bounced off of a Pope John Paul player. I believe it bounced off of number two, Steve DiPatrillo. He was back there. Ended up bouncing off of him. And unfortunately, not much to do if you're Marquise Williams. He just tried to pick it up, failed to do so, and then he just kind of had to fall on it and got himself up to the 11-yard line, which is where the Golden Panthers will start. Nineteen to seven, eleven forty-six left to play here in the first half. This time they're going to throw it out wide, a little screen pass, and it's dropped. And they're going to say that it was not thrown uh, behind. It was a lateral play there, thrown forward. Even though Burks Catholic ended up with the football, it's going to be second down and ten. As Clark, his Second miss of the day. Now one of three for three yards. Once again, they're going to go trips right. One lined up to the left. So gain of 11 for Clark. And really one of the first positive plays of the day for Pope John Paul on the offensive end of the football. Once again, Trips right, one wide receiver. Very similar situation there. This time, once again, going to throw out. It's tipped at the line, incomplete. That one tipped. Looks like number 85, it was Ty Givens making that one a lame duck. Gonna make it second and 10. Sorry, in the 26-yard line. That was a 15-yard run for Clark. Once again, swinging it out of the backfield. Burks Catholic giving chase and stepping out of bounds was Marquise Williams. He's going to get out to the 30-yard line. So gain of four for Williams. So Clark now two of five for seven yards. And getting out of bounds means that the clock stops now with 11.03. Burks Catholic blitzing off the edge. That throw is high and wide. It will bring up fourth down. 
Let's now make him two of six for seven yards as Clark. And at fourth down and six, on your own 31-yard line, they will punt it away. Certainly, if you are Burks Catholic, though, fourth down and six, eight out of bounds. It will take over with 10.51 to play. Again, homecoming night here in Reading as a very full crowd. Shoulder to shoulder here in the main grandstand between all of the parents and the student section even closer than that. A very large proponent from Pope John Paul as well as their student section is also over here all dressed in white. This one they're going to hand off to Caccioni. Caccioni tripped up around the 40, maybe 41 yard line. They will mark him down at the 40. So a gain of two for Caccioni. As he closes in on a hundred yards rushing here in the first half. I have him at 10 carries for 92. Once again, wing T. Handoff is to Hughes. Hughes rumbling off that right side. He's gonna get thrown back. as Scarbeck and T.J. Basella both in on the tackle for Pope John Paul. It'll make it third and six. As he used another two-yard gain for him. So we'll see what they dial up. Usually in these situations, you want to put the ball in your best player's hands, and that is Caccioni, and they'll certainly key in on him. Josiah Jordan. Yards. Five yards. Five yards. Five yards. And it'll make a third and one. And a very short one. Because the nose of that football, they're going to bring out the chain gang to measure. Have it right on the top part of the S at midfield. We'll see what the chain gang says. And it's going to be... Well, they're going to say that's about six inches short. So not... As the clock stops now as they bring him out to measure with 9.21 remaining. Burks Catholic on top, 19-7. to So they gain five yards there. You have to imagine that Hughes would be one of your best options here. They might just sneak Gatz, and they do. Gatz is going to get across for the first down, marked down at the 49-yard line. So he actually is able to pick up a solid chunk there, four yards for Gatz. And Burks Catholic now has it on the opposing side of the field at the 49-yard line. 
Tyler Givens coming in off the sideline with the play. Givens pulling multiple duties here tonight as listed as their tight end two and their punter. Also handling kickoffs. And Josiah Jordan able to bounce to the outside. He's down to the 10-yard line before finally getting pushed out. So Jordan knocked out of bounds around the four-yard line. So it would be a 45-yard rush for Jordan. We'll see where they spot him. It's going to be at the six-yard line. So a 43-yard rush. He now has 87 yards on four carries. As we're just putting up video game numbers at this point. This time handing off to Jordan. Jordan caught in the backfield as he is swung down from behind by Dobrolowski. So Dobrowski with the tackle there, 5'10", acts as a guard, defensive end, and defensive tackle. One of the captains here for Pope John Paul. Has no gain on the play. Make it second and goal from the six-yard line for the Saints. And we have a flag thrown on the field. Whistles before the flags. And quite honestly, could go either way at this point as Pope John Paul had gifted a handful of first downs for the Saints on their last drive. This time it is going to be a false start on Burks Catholic, and that will march them back to the 11-yard line. Looks like they'll actually spot it at the 12. Still second and goal. Once again, wide receivers split out to the left here. They're going to hand it off, I believe, to Jordan. And Jordan's just going to have absolutely nowhere to go. Coming off that edge. Itty-bitty living space there as Joe Piquel coming off the edge. And that one's actually going to lose a yard. So this time Caccioni coming in. He will take the place of Alex McGeary, who would come in to spot him a short breather. Third and goal now on the 13-yard line. As Jordan in motion, gets was looking to pass and ends up getting taken down at the 16-yard line. So he is sacked in the backfield. The first sack of the day for Pope John Paul. And none of those three plays fooling the Golden Panthers at this point. And it looks like Burks Catholic not trusting their kicker for a, what would amount to a 33 or 34-yard field goal. Today they will keep the offense out there. And without a doubt, needing to take a shot into the end zone here as it is fourth and goal from the 16. 
So Gats faking the handoff, throwing towards the far pylon. The catch is made, and it's in for the score. I'm not quite sure what the Pope John Paul cornerback was doing, but it was out to Picardo, and he pulls it in from 16 yards out. A little one-on-one -on -one play there. So first pass of the day for Gats is complete for a touchdown. And it's now 25-7 up on the scoreboard. And it looks like once again they will go for two from this point on. They'll try to make it a 20-point game now with 6.04 remaining. From the two, they hand off to Hughes. Hughes is in for the conversion. And it does make it 27 to seven here with 6.04 left. So we will take a quick break and be back for the next kickoff. 27 to seven, Saints on top. You're listening to the Saints Radio Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. So that scoring drive brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. You can find them on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. A 16-yard touchdown pass from Gats to Picardo with 6.04 left has now made it a 20-point game. As Burks Catholic rolling right along here, dialing up the right play there. Nice one-on-one -on -one coverage, but Picardo just going over and above to make that catch. This one now spinning out of bounds. It will be an illegal procedure here on the Saints and Pope John Paul with a bit of a gift here. They will get the ball back in decent field position as that one squirted out of bounds just inside the 20. Pope John Paul looking to make something happen here with 6.04 left. You race in a player off the sideline, bringing in the play call. Gets it in with about 22 left on the play clock, so plenty of time for the Golden Panthers to break something off here. They'll go two split out wide to the right. One tight end kind of off tackle, and Clark with nowhere to go. They absolutely swarm him. And well done by Alex Whitmer. He was not surprised at all for the Saints as he got into the backfield in a hurry and throwing Clark for a loss. A big loss there as they had the ball at the 35 and they now end up all the way back on the 20, 28-yard uh, line, I believe. Or they'll mark it at the 27. So a loss of eight on the play. Coming out and throwing this time. Get it to Williams. Williams 
able to spin around and get back towards the original line of scrimmage. And that's where they'll mark, they will mark him. So Williams, his second catch for 12 yards now. DJ Clark, his third completion for 15 yards. So it'll make a third and 10 for Pope John Paul with 5.19 to play here in the first quarter. Or first half, excuse me. Long day at work kind of wears on you and then you get here and your brain just goes foggy. They're gonna be chucking it all the way down the field and wide receiver lost it in the air. Josiah Jordan with the interception. He's across midfield, across the 35, the 30, the 20, the 10, the five and a touchdown for Josiah Jordan. He did it last week, he does it again here tonight. As they mark that 64 yard interception return. As the wide receiver not on the same wavelength on that one, 64 yards to the house for Jordan. That one for over 50 yards last week. And the Saints will come out for the extra point attempt as Andrew Gonzalez will line up looking to punch it in. Kick is up. The kick is a low line drive, but it is through for the extra point. 34 to 7. Berks Catholic now on top with 5.02 left to play here in the first half. When we come back, more action here in Reading. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now. And our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 64 yards to the house for Josiah Jordan. They call him JJ here up in the press box, so I suppose that we should probably do the same, especially if he has parents, grandparents, any loved ones listening. So we can call him JJ from here on out. But he puts the Saints up 34-7 with 5.02 left in the first half. A little pooch kick bounces at the 18 and fielded around the 12. Once again, major speed being flashed here as Givens is needed to make the tackle around midfield. As that was Josh Little, their starting running back, squirting it up. And they're going to mark him at the... 50-yard line, so a gain of about 38, as that was just pure straight-line speed. So you can see why they like getting the ball into the hands of Little as much as possible, just in that brief flash there. They're going to go trips wide left. They have one right wide receiver all the way back, as they're going to throw it down the middle of the field and completed. Down inside the 10, the 5, and he's going to get in for the score. A 50-yard pass play. As now given some life here to the Golden Panthers. 
Brendan Kenning. The recipient there as it goes 50 yards to the house. He broke some tackles along the way and shrugged off some defenders. So what a way to bounce back if you are DJ Clark. He threw an interception return. Well, he's two for two here on his last two, uh, two passes. Both have gone for touchdowns. One just happened to be in the wrong direction. Makes it 34-13 pending the extra point. Spot is down, the kick is up, the kick is good. 34-14 with 4.45 to play. We'll take a quick break again and be right back for the remainder of the first half. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. A 50-yard pass from Clark to Kenning has now cut this lead down to 20. Berks Catholic on top, 34-14 with 4.45 left to play. As that now ends a 27-0 run here for Berks Catholic. Once again, faking the screen pass there out to the left-hand side. It was a well-designed play as that caught everyone's attention. This ball is skied up and caught at the 20-yard line. Trace Brown now making his way across the hash marks towards the middle of the field where he will be brought down. They will mark him at the 36-yard line. So Ryan Lampson, a freshman running back and outside linebacker making the tackle for Pope John Paul. That score was brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. You can find them on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Who else you can find on the interwebs is Mike Drago at mikedragosports.com. Thankful to read a handful of his articles this week as he has gone off on his own as the Hughes carry. Getting up to the 42-yard line, six yards for him. His ninth carry for 34 yards. As the clock ticks down. Four minutes left to play here in the first half. Again, Saints on top by 20, 34-14. Caccione taking it across the formation again. This time, Jukes to his left. He's going to be gang-tackled. Right around the sideline, but not until he picks up what I believe is a first down as the down marker will move. Goes from the 42-yard line and squirts up to the, I believe they're going to mark him at the 48. So six yards for Caccione, his 11th carry. Coming in just shy of 100 yards here. 
So he now has 98 on the day. Just under a half of those coming on one rush. His fourth one of the day for 46 yards. Once again, they'll go up the gut and break off a decent chunk of yardage. Hughes getting down to the 45. So a seven-yard gain for Hughes. It's Burks Catholic on the move here. 3.30 to play, still huddling as normal. No need to rush yet, and certainly no need to put the ball back in Pope John Paul's hands. As you could potentially go into halftime with a cushy 27-point lead. Possibly 28 if you decide to go for two. Hughes in the backfield. Gats rolling out to his right. He's pressured. Instead has to step up, and he's going to be close to a first down as he was chased from behind. So Gats on the keeper. So I believe that was Scarbeck, the middle linebacker on the blitz, coming up the middle and flushing him out of the pocket. And he's going to be awfully close if he doesn't have it here. They're going to mark it at third and inches for the time being. I'll try to figure out if it's close enough. They will bring out the chain gang once again. The clock stops with 2.52. We'll see if Gatz has enough on his fifth carry of the day. And he is going to be just short. So we'd not be surprised if we get to see Gatz on the keeper again. As the heck with it, I'm just going to mark him for four yards. Because he was close enough. Third and in inches with under three minutes to play here in the first half. Could also potentially see them just handing off the Hughes. Have a couple of plays to choose from in this situation. Just depends if you want to get the first down immediately and get a fresh set of downs or maybe potentially take a shot here knowing that you're only six inches away. And Burks Catholic not going to mess around. Gats getting pushed forward and they have the first down. Absolutely no give there from Pope John Paul as they're going to get across to the 39-yard line. So another four on the play for Gatz as he's up to six carries for nine. Obviously Gatz not really all that much of a runner as he mostly gives that off to Caccioni, Jordan, and Hughes. He has 11 rushing attempts this entire season for negative 57 yards from scrimmage. Obviously, most of that coming from sacks. This one might be coming back as there is a flag down on the field. It was thrown into the pile. It was after a nice gain there by Hughes. So we'll see if this one might be marching back, and it will. 10 yards for a holding. It'll be first down and 20 now with 2.13 left to play in the first half. Gat's not called on to do much with his arm. He's one of one today for 16 yards. His fifth touchdown pass of the year. He had a couple of nice ones against Executive Charter in the first game of the season. They're going to hand off to Caccioni. Caccioni off the left side. Spins out to his left. And he's going to get stopped 
about halfway to a first down. So he'll go from the 45 all the way down to the 34-yard line. So 11 yards for Caccioni, his 12th carry of the evening. And he's now crossed the century mark with 109 on the ground. As the clock is stopped until they finally get ready to set here. Caccioni did get out of bounds, so the clock will actually stay stopped. They put everyone in motion. This one going a reverse to Caccioni. Big pop there by Pope John Paul. That was well read there by number 53. That was Nazir Lake, the 6'3 junior nose tackle, able to make the stop there. Clock ticking down under 1.30 to play. So two yards for Caccioni. This time going to Josiah Jordan. Same play, this time going off the right side. Jordan still not tackled. Stiff arms, one defender. He's now going all the way across the field, and he's going to be awfully close to a first down. He ran into a pile of players, decided to bounce it all the way outside, and may have run about 20 yards to possibly get three, and it certainly looks like he's going to be just short of the marker. Judging by where the chain gang is and where the down marker is. The referees are going to chat on that far sideline. And he did get down to the 29. So regardless, it would be a gain of about three as I believe that we do have a Pope John Paul player down on the field. Or it could just be some players taking knees while the water bottles make their way out. They brought out a big igloo cooler for the Golden Panthers. Certainly is a timeout, though, for the Saints. First for either side, and it comes with 106 remaining. Once again, this drive brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. 106 left, 34-14, Burks Catholic on top. And it's been high scoring here in this entire first half. Saints trying to put some more points up on the board. They had put up 27 unanswered before that 50-yard touchdown pitch and catch. Coming with 4.45 left since then. Burks Catholic been driving for the last good chunk, the last 2.29. And ball might have ended up on the ground. It was a fourth and one play. They tried to sneak it forward. Pope John Paul was ready for that. And it's going to be a turnover on downs for Burks Catholic. Burks Catholic going to lose a yard on the keeper. So for Gatz's seventh carry of the day, and it's going to lose a yard back to the 30-yard line, which is where the Golden Panthers will start. So again, thought that Burks Catholic was going to wind that clock down about as far as possible and possibly not give the Golden Panthers a shot here 
But instead, a minute two left, and the Golden Panthers can get within two scores. Once again, they go trips over here on the right-hand side. Clark in the shotgun, two lined up to the left. Looking to his right, fires across and through the hands of Williams. So that one marked incomplete. D.J. Clark, 4 of 10 with a touchdown, an interception, and 65 yards to his credit. Williams had two catches already, going for 12 yards. That one in and out of his hands. This time they go trips right. They have little in motion in the backfield. Goes from right to left. This time they're going to pitch it to Williams. He has enough speed to get out across the 35. And I believe that they're going to mark him around the 36-yard line. So six yards for Little. Reinhardt on the tackle. Pope John Paul having to play from behind here in the first half. That was only their fourth rushing attempt compared to ten passes. If you look at Burke's Catholic, I mean, I've used almost an entire score sheet here in the first half just trying to keep track of all the rushing attempts for the Saints. 53 seconds left as that stops the clock. This time Clark able to get up ahead as Hughes absolutely mauled Little in the backfield. The fake working to perfection. But it's going to come at a cost. The clock continuing to run for Pope John Paul, and they are a yard short of the first down. So three yards for Clark. He now has 10 on the day. And we'll see what Pope John Paul decides to do here. They're not taking timeouts. They still have all three left. And they're just going to let the clock wind down. They'll probably wind it down as far as humanly possible and take a timeout with one second left. And they will. So a timeout taken by Pope John Paul. We will do the same with just shy of five seconds left on the board. When we come back, it's 34-14 Saints as they may get a chance to return one here before the end of the half. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. Once again, this first half brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. And during halftime, you may as well check out the new Mike Drago Sports. As they're going to dump it off to Little. He has the first down. He's across the 50, the 45, the 40. He's still on his feet. He's going from left to right now across the hash marks. He's going to be brought down by Caccioni. Ball pops up in the air. Jordan picks it up. The clock expires. Goes from the 39-yard line all the way down to the 35. So it was a, a nice run there. 
of 26 yards before he coughs it up. And it comes back the other way. Jordan tackled at the end of the half here, and this is where it's going to stay as it is now a 34-14 Saints lead entering the half. So we will take a bit longer break than usual, but be right back here for the second half of action. During halftime, may I suggest MikeDragoSports.com read up on this week's games uh, while you can. 20-point lead for the Saints. We'll be back in a bit to recap the first half. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now. And our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation.
Back here at Berks Catholic, a 20-point halftime lead against Pope John Paul II. 34-14. As Berks Catholic running it up. 27 unanswered during that stretch. After their first touchdown of the day, they marched their way down the field after the opening kickoff. And Hughes... The senior running back with a four-yard plunge to make it 7-0 with 9.24 remaining. And the ensuing kickoff went to Williams. And Williams went 90 yards for Pope John Paul to tie things up at 7 apiece. Only 13 seconds ticking off the clock. And then Burks Catholic came right back down the field on their next drive. Caccioni punctuating a long drive there with a two-yard touchdown run. To make it 13-7. The next drive for Burks Catholic ended up coming all the way down in Josiah Jordan. Uh, sorry, J.J. Jordan, as I should be calling him, from eight yards out. Made it 19-7 as the two-point conversion was missed. And then Gatz on a fourth and goal from the 16-yard line. Threw one up. And Picardo able to come down with it. The only pass of the day for Burks Catholic was a good one. And it made it 27-7. And then J.J. Jordan, a 64-yard interception return, made it 34-7 with 5.02 left to play. The next play from scrimmage for Pope John Paul was a 50-yard pass play. They went right back down the field, made it 34-14. And then both sides exchanging the ball. Uh, a couple of three and outs for either side. And then the half ending on Pope John Paul uh, with a 26-yard pass play. As that one was a little bit behind the line of scrimmage, but it gave Clark 91 yards now. And Little, his second catch of the day for 26. He coughed it up there at the end. It was knocked out by Caccioni. Josiah Jordan picked it up and was able to run for about 15 yards before being tackled. And by that time, time had expired. So taking a look at some of these stats here at the half, Christian Caccioni doing what he does. 13 carries, about a buck 11 on the ground for Caccioni, the all-state player from last year. Luke Hughes with a touchdown of his own. He's carried 10 times for 41 yards as he's picked it up here as the game has gone along, his last handful, his last five carries coming for 29 yards, so nearly six yards a clip on his last five. Josiah Jordan with seven touches for 89 yards. He also has the interception return, a fumble recovery. J.J. Jordan doing it all here tonight. And then Mitchell Gatz, about as much work as he has seen on the ground here the entire season. I think that he has like 11 rushes coming in. Drives, Neeks extending 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 drives on third and fourth and shorts. As once again, about a yard to carry. Seven touches, eight yards for him. Gatz, the 16-yard touchdown pass to Picardo is the only passing play of the day for Burks Catholic. Meanwhile, for Pope John Paul, they have been held in check.
to put it very lightly. DJ Clark trying to do as much as humanly possible, uh, but he is only one man against this Saints defense as he has picked up 91 yards passing on 11 attempts. He has completed five of them, including that last one for about 26. So five of 10, 91 yards, a touchdown, and an interception for DJ Clark. He also is tied for the team lead in rushing yards as well. He has 10 on three carries. Josh Little, who had 30 touches coming into tonight on the ground, he has a whopping two rushing attempts for 10 yards. Little with 29 yards receiving on two catches as well. Williams with two catches for 12 yards, and then Kenning, the 50-yard touchdown catch following the Burks Catholic touchdown. Coming with 4.45 to play here in the second quarter, making it 34-14. So we will take another quick break and take a look around Burks County to see if we can spot what is going on elsewhere in high school football. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Just over two minutes here during halftime as Pope John Paul has come out early for their summoning circle, or I guess it's their stretching, but we can make believe. Taking a look around Berks County as the Mustangs of Governor Mifflin had to uh, find another opponent for this week, and they found a good one in Harrisburg. Mifflin currently over top of Harrisburg, 14-7. They were supposed to play Cedar Crest this week. And Cedar Crest had a pullout due to COVID concerns, which I'm not going to play conspiracy theorist, but I wouldn't want to play the Mustangs either. Uh, Nick Singleton, Burke's all-time leading touchdown scorer and everything else to go along with it. Supposedly James Franklin is in the house tonight, the Penn State head coach, down in Shillington to watch Nick play against Harrisburg in what is a fantastic matchup in Shillington, uh, taking a look around what else I could possibly find here. I believe that, taking a look at Jeff Reinhardt, there's not much going on there either. So not an awful lot uh, going on here in Berks County, at least for right now, taking a peek at Paul Roberts' uh, Twitter feed as well. Paul Roberts is currently at the Conrad Weiser and Fleetwood game, that one is a showdown between uh, Klitsch has, you know, is on his way to, uh, I believe, Villanova. Klitsch is actually, excuse me, going to Dartmouth. Uh, Tanner Maddox of Fleetwood is going to Villanova, and it's just a showdown between the two of them. Maddox is, was five of six with three touchdowns. Meanwhile, Conrad Weiser, Logan Klitsch has three touchdown runs and a touchdown pass. And they're still in the first half over there. It's going to be a long night for Paul Roberts by the time that he finally gets to go home. It's 28-24 with 54 seconds left in the second quarter. As that is defense optional in Robazonia tonight. And there is some video evidence of James Franklin on the field during the Governor Mifflin game. So he is in the house in Shillington. As once again, Mifflin over top of Harrisburg, 14 to seven. 
So that's pretty much all I could find right now on Twitter. Twitter not exactly the uh, best place to find up-to-date Berks County scores, but that's what I got so far. So we will be right back after a quick break and have second half action for you. Saints on top 34-14 when we come back for the second half of their homecoming against Pope John Paul. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Fresh 12 minutes put up on the scoreboard. Again, Berks Catholic leading by 20. As they will kick off here, as they receive the first half kickoff. Once again, it will be number 85, Ty Givens, doing kickoff duties today. Pope John Paul once again trying to get their visiting fans pumped up. And once again, they have a decent sized student section here, all dressed in white. Kickoff is to Little. Little slow rolling it, waiting for his blocks to develop. And we're going to have a. Well, I'm not actually quite sure what the heck is happening. The referee over here by the Berks Catholic coach uh, was blowing his whistle and ran out onto the field. So, I mean, the play was still developing. I'm not quite sure what he was blowing his whistle for or if we're going to re-kick or, I mean, the defense is coming out in the field, the offense is coming out. Now all the referees are going to get together and chat about it. It's going to start at the 31-yard line. I mean, Pope John Paul has their offense out there. I thought that was still developing. I'm not quite sure what the near sideline official was seeing. And they're going to now march it back from the 31. Well, I'm pretty baffled, and I've watched a lot of football this year and previous years, and that's the first time I've ever seen something like that. I don't know if they're trying to say that he fair caught that ball, which seems very unlikely, but whatever. They're starting on the 25-yard line, and their opposing sideline is not putting up a fuss, so neither will I. First and 10 for the Golden Panthers. Swinging it out at the far sideline and busting a tackle and breaking it out to right around the first down marker was number 23 Kenning so the sixth completion of the day moves it up to the 34 yard line so a gain of nine Once again Kenning his second catch he had the 50 yard touchdown catch as once again, 
throwing it out wide receiver screen. They're going to get across the line of scrimmage. And enough for a first down. Went out to number 30, Braden Reed. As that's going to go for two yards and a first down. Reinhardt on the tackle. Two wide receivers split out to either side. One running back in the backfield. Should be little back there. They're going to fake the handoff. Instead, Clark going to run all the way around the outside, and he scoots out of bounds after a gain of maybe one. And they're actually going to give him a little bit more yardage than that, as they will give him a gain of a whopping two yards on the play. Clark, his fourth carry for 12. He was run out of bounds by Hughes. Clark in the shotgun, trips left. Looking to his left, finds his wide out. Spinning off one tackle and over across midfield was Kenning. A 13-yard catch for Kenning. Caccioni on the tackle. Now 72 yards for Kenning. As they have come out throwing here and with high efficiency, three of three for Clark. As they are moving the football. In the shotgun, two split out wide to either side again. Getting it to Williams. Williams busting his way across the 40 down to the 35. And well done by him. It'll be about 12 yards to Williams. Williams, his third catch of the day for 24 yards. As they certainly made some halftime adjustments. Once again, throwing the football. Another screen pass. This one going back to Williams. Williams making a man miss. And he's going to have enough for the first down. So they were at the 35-yard line. And they're going to mark him down at the 22. So gain of 13. There's not much that... Burks Catholic has been able to do to stop them so far throwing the football on this drive. Only one rush, and that was DJ Clark just going over to the sideline right in front of his own bench. So the clock ticks down to 9.59 here in the third quarter. This time they're going to hand off to Little. Little with a gaping hole up the middle, and he waltzes right in from 26 out. So a touchdown here for Pope John Paul, and we have ourselves a ball game again. Couldn't say that for a large portion of the first half, but that was quite the drive from Pope John Paul as they just made Burks Catholic look silly through the aerial attack. They will look to punch in the extra point here. But it's now made it a two-possession game. Might be able to close it a bit further as the kick is up and the kick is through. 
So 9.54 to play here in the third quarter. It's a brand new day, well, evening here in Reading. 34-21, Saints on top. They'll get the ball back here with 9.54 to play. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So Josh Little from 26 yards out pulls Pope John Paul back a little bit closer. It's 34-21 here with 9.54 left. As that was his first, well, his third rushing attempt of the day, first touchdown. As he's had some positive gains here, both in kick returns and rushing the football, as he's now 36 yards on three touches. He also has 29 yards on two catches, so... He's been productive when he has the ball in his hands. The problem is Pope John Paul just hasn't been able to get the ball into his hands. And even when he does, he did fumble away the end of the half pitch and catch that he had. But 34-21, a 13-point advantage. And we'll see what Burks Catholic does when they come back out. Certainly it's going to be a lot of running the football as this one goes off of Burks Catholic's hands and just going to have to dive on it uh, was number eight, Ryan Shivert, the backup quarterback. Shivert had his hand on it, ended up uh, going off of his mitts, and he had to go back and retrieve it. It's Burks Catholic going to start at their own 33-yard line. And it comes with 9.51, so only three seconds ticking off that clock. Still a lot of game left to play as they hand off to Caccioni. Stutter step move. He gets over across the 40-yard line, dives forward for a few more yards. I believe they're going to say that he was out at the 40-yard line, so a gain of seven for Caccioni. Caccioni 111 in the first half. He's now up to 118 overall. He has been just as dynamic as he was during last week's game against Chichester, where he had three touchdowns all on the ground. Jordan in motion. They're going to hand off to Jordan. Jordan gets thrown back around the line of scrimmage, maybe gained a yard. They're going to say that he gained one. He's now up to 90 yards rushing as the clock ticks down under nine minutes to play. So I will say thanks to MikeDragoSports.com. Uh, we do have some halftime score updates that are a heck of a lot easier to find than trying to search on Twitter. As I know that we have former Reading Eagle correspondent Sean McBrien here tonight as they hand off to Caccioni once again. Juking and driving his way down to the 46-yard line. A gain of four and a first down for Burks Catholic. Again, Governor Mifflin on top of Harrisburg at the half, 14-7. Nick Singleton 
uh, with plenty of eyes on him. He did cough up the football towards the end of the half. Mifflin has been dominating that game, but little to show for it as they're only up by one score at the break. Wilson coming back after giving up 42 unanswered to Exeter last week. They have scored 36 unanswered against Martin Luther King as Caccioni going off the left side puts the ball on the ground and Pope John Paul signaling that they have it. At least the sideline is. The uh, players on the field less convinced. I believe that Caccioni did recover his own fumble. As the referees will stop the clock here. He's going to gain two yards on the play. So Caccioni putting it on the ground but able to recover. Exeter, a little less scoring than last week. Well, and to be honest, the week prior when they absolutely motorboated Boyertown. Hemp Exeter up 14-3 over top of Hempfield. Twin Valley, this is not a typo, and it's looking quite, quite like that Kutztown game last week where everybody was kind of blinking their eyes repeatedly, hoping that they saw something else. Uh, but Twin Valley over top of Kutztown, 54-6. Uh, Kutztown put up 76, 77 points last week, and this week being held to six and absolutely getting blown out of the building down by 48 to Twin Valley. In the second quarter, Daniel Boone over Conestoga Valley, 12 to seven. Kennerdale over top of Muhlenberg, 21 nothing at the half. Boyertown and Pottsgrove on one of our other channels. Uh, is currently tied up at 14 at the break. Gats this time throwing. Gets it to Caccioni behind the line of scrimmage. Caccioni has a first down to his left. Makes one man miss, and now he's going to be tackled just over the 35-yard line. He's going to be down at about the 33. So a 15-yard gain. For Caccioni, his first catch of the evening, and really only the second design passing play for Burks Catholic. It'll be first and ten as the Saints mixing it up a little bit. Mifflin, their lead now 21 to 13 as Harrisburg's Kyle Williams slipped the tackle after a short pass and took it 62 yards to the house. That one has 8-11 left in the third quarter as Burks Catholic with a man down here. Does look like it's Luke, Luke Hughes. And not quite sure what the potential issue could be. Could be cramping here in the second half. And let's just hope that's all it is. Comes with 5.58 remaining. The lone game not being played tonight here for Berks County is uh, Y-Missing and Hamburg playing next week. Next week. Playing tomorrow as Williams able to walk off under his own power. Wyo's win over Boyertown last week, which we had here as part of the JG Media family. Uh, the Boyertown crew had that one in Wyo, that was the 18th straight victory in the regular season for the Spartans and the 14th in a row at the A field. Uh, they'll certainly look to do the same against Hamburg. Their record for consecutive wins is 22. 
uh, which happened from 2005 to 2006. So certainly some interesting things happening around Berks County. Once again, Kutztown after exploding for over 70 points last week, now being held to six. Scaccioni taking it off left tackle. He's aiming for the sideline. He has the first down and more. He's across the 20 down towards the 15. We'll see where they mark him. I believe it's going to be right at the 16. Is the 16-yard line. So 15 yards for Caccioni, his best play of the second half. On his 17th carry. So taking a look at the game that I had the opportunity to call last week, Exeter and Wilson. Wilson bouncing back in a big way here as they currently lead at the break. Hand off to J.J. Jordan, this time going off to the right side, slips up as he tries to avoid Caccioni, who was on the ground. And he's going to go for no gain on the play. Wilson hadn't lost in back-to-back -back weeks since 2003. They hadn't lost consecutive games by four touchdowns or more since 1993. But currently up by 36 on Martin Luther King tonight at Gursky Stadium. So they will not lose three consecutive games here unless something catastrophic happens. They had lost to Whitehall, Cedarcrest, and McCaskey. It's Caccioni taking it off the left side. He's going to gain about five. He's down to, I believe, the 10 or 11-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 11, so a gain of five for Caccioni. That was all the way back in 2001 when that happened. Going back to that Kutztown game, uh, Leonard Nyman of Kutztown is Burke's leading rusher. He had 661 yards in three games. Cougars haven't had a 1,000-yard rusher since 2010. Never had a Burke's rushing champ. Not quite sure how he's doing today with only six points up on the board. So I'm sure he is keyed in as Ooh, that's Caccioni getting caught up in the backfield. This time, the Golden Panthers all over that. No gain on the play for Caccioni. It'll bring up fourth and five. And we'll see what they dial up. The last time they had something down this close to the goal line, they put it up for from 16 out. As Gats hitting Picardo in the corner of the end zone. Clock continues to click, click down inside of 3.30 to play here in the third quarter. They're going to fake. Gats looking to throw the football. Has to step up into the pocket. The ball is... Well, it doesn't really matter if the ball came out or not. Gats brought down at the line of scrimmage. And turnover on downs. For Burks Catholic. So 3.16 left. That took a large chunk of time off the clock, which you know, sometimes is just as good as scoring when you're up by 13 points, as they took over six and a half minutes off of that drive. So the clock just continued to drain. 
But now Pope John Paul, a chance to claw even closer, and they're going to have to go from their own 11-yard line to do it. 89 yards out, trying to bring this back to a one-possession game. Trips left, two to the right. Nobody in the empty backfield. That one, I believe, tipped at the line. That was Jackson Huddleston reading that. I mean, if you are Burke's Catholic, obviously you're looking for that screen pass immediately. You can kind of read it. They were able to burn Burke's Catholic and just kind of setting it up with that 50-yard touchdown catch uh, by Kenning where they set it up like they were going to throw the screen and instead went right down the seam this time. A little trickery. That one tipped at the line. They handed it off to Williams out of the backfield. And that one tipped. So well done by the Saints. Is now third down in 10. Clark was five of five on their last drive. Golden Panthers stopping the clock with 3.08. Little in motion. They're not going to throw it to Little. Instead, it's a little screen pass out the front. And this time, once again, they're going to have some green space. That's Williams out across the 50, the 45, 40, 30, before finally stopped at the 29-yard line. A 50-yard pass play. If I did my math right, 29 plus 21. I did do my math right. 50-yard pass play. Their second of the day. That one going to Williams. That'll be his third catch of the second half, his fifth of the afternoon, and it goes for 87 yards now on his five catches. As Clark now up to a buck 90 through the air. They'll throw it again, a little screen pass. That one out to Braden Reed, his second catch of the day. And he's going to gain five on the play. So Clark closing in on 200 yards. Make it second and five on the 26-yard line. Looking at passing the ball, instead has to fake his way around, and he throws it out of bounds. Flushed out of the pocket. Well done by Alex Whitmer putting some pressure on. And I believe that they may be looking at throwing the flag for intentional grounding because the pass did not make it past the line of scrimmage, but he was well out of the pocket at that point. So not much discussion there. Their big guy, Kenning, is lining up as their wide receiver all the way split out wide left, so certainly look at him on third and five at the 24-yard line. They are going to look for him, and once again, pressure immediately in the backfield. 
He's going to get all the way around. He was flushed out by number two. That was Aaron Reinhardt able to flush him out, and he's going to be just shy of a first down. He's going to be marked out at the 21-yard line, so a gain of three for Clark. Fourth down and two for the Panthers as they have moved it from their own 11-yard line, most of it on the back of that 50-yard pass play. A little mid-screen there that came out across the 50 and all the way down. Fourth and two. Quick throw again tipped at the line, and we're going to have a flag on the play. That was a late flag, and you know, if you can hear the, the fans here, it certainly sounds like it's going to be against Pope John Paul as their offense leaves the field. It is going to be an ineligible receiver down the field. They will decline it, and Burks Catholic taking over on downs. So an even two minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Burks Catholic staving off that attempt. They are still up by 13 and just looking to eat more clock. So this Burks Catholic drive brought to you by In-Home Oxygen. You can find them on the interwebs at inhomeoxygen.net. Burks Catholic once again taking over on downs. They'll have it at the 21-yard line. So not great field position to start. But again, just looking to chew clock. They hand off to Williams. Williams able to push forward for about one or two. And that's all she wrote. And we're going to have a player down for Pope John Paul. They are going to mark it at the 23-yard line. So while we do have an injury timeout here on the field, certainly looks like some cramping as they're just trying to stretch out that right leg. Uh, we will take a quick break ourselves. 148 left to play here in the third. Burks Catholic on top, 34-21. We'll be right back as Burks Catholic on the drive. When we come back, you're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. Buck 48 left to play here in the third quarter, 34-21. Saints currently on top. Clock continuing to tick now. As Williams picking up two on that last carry. This time they hand off again. Hughes again getting up to 
We'll see where they m spot him at. And they're going to mark him at the 29-yard line and another player down on the field. We have two players down on the field, actually. Both of them Burke's Catholic offensive linemen. And once again, looking like more cramping as they're stretching out the hamstring of one player. As Mitchell Gatz comes in, checks on his lineman. Now it looks like they're working the still the right leg of the lineman with a buck 26 remaining here. We'll see if Mike Drago may have a little bit more going on here. Trying to peek at the scoreboard updates. Got a minute 26 left to play here as we have one player up and struggling to walk off, trying to walk off under his own power. But again, cramps are no fun. Jackson Haas struggling to limp off under his own power. Now they currently stretching out the other offensive lineman who is also down on the field. They're going to bring Haas over here and continue to stretch out that right leg. Some of the hamstring, and now his left one is starting to cramp up as well. So, unfortunately, it's just one of those nights. It was. It's still fairly humid out, despite the nice weather. Certainly, a lot nicer out here than the last time that we were at Berks Catholic, where it was 90 plus degrees in this press box, and we had that thunderstorm roll on in, where we had to pack up early. Right now, it has the current humidity at 88 percent. So, it is absolutely soupy out there. And unfortunately, both sides feeling the effects. So, third down and two when the Saints get the ball back here on the 29-yard line. And 21-7, to seven, Governor Mifflin on top. There have been no other scoreboard updates that we can see here. Got a... It's 28 to 13 now. Governor Mifflin on top. Aiden Young with a fourth down touchdown catch. Weiser and Fleetwood still in a shootout. Logan Klitsch for Conrad Weiser now has 302 yards and four total touchdowns in the first half. So a heck of a shootout going on down there. And if you're interested in some implications for Boyertown, uh, Perkyoman Valley currently leading Mannheim Central 34-28 in the third quarter of play. As it is Caccioni getting up to the 30-yard line, so he's going to be short by a yard. And we'll see if they decide to punt it away or not. They are on their own 30-yard line, and they're going to have to make a decision here. 
They are going to send out the punter. Certainly no reason to allow Pope John Paul to get back into this one. Ty Givens will go out. Once again, a fantastic opportunity for a fake punt on your side of the field. And they are actually going to go for it. Never mind. Gats under center. Yeah, he was trying to draw him off. And instead, they threw out the punter. He was on and off. And finally, they just sent Gats under center trying to draw the Golden Panthers offside. Instead, they will take the five-yard penalty and punt it away. And that comes with 25.5 left on the clock here in the third quarter. I was going to say, there's nobody back there for Pope John Paul. Now Braden Reed back to return. He will line up at his own 40. Waiting for the punt from Givens. A high snap. Givens able to get away a line drive kick. It's going to bounce at the 47. Bounce all the way back to the 40. And goodness, I understand that you had to catch it, but Braden Reed with three Saints around him deciding to bring it out. And he's going to get stuffed right where he was standing at the 40. So no gain for Reed and leaves 16 seconds up on the board. Thirty-four twenty-one. your score as Burks Catholic looking to hold steady here. Pope John Paul was moving on their past two drives, went four and out on the last one, but not after they flipped the script went from their own 11-yard line, this time with even better field position starting at the 40. They're going to hand it off to Williams. Williams able to scoot across. It looked like he had no running room available. He was all the way over here by the sideline, and he's going to get out to the 46-yard line. So gain of six for Marquise Williams, his first carry of the day. And he was able to get out of bounds, so there will be another play here for Pope John Paul. Again, only down by 13. There's a solid chance here that they can close this to a one-touchdown margin, something that didn't look to be the case. But they have held Burke's Catholic in check, and they try to hand it off there. And there's a reason that they've been throwing the ball so well. That time, Josh Little is stuffed for a loss of one. And that will do it here for the third quarter. Saints still on top, but Pope John Paul is driving when we return. 34-21, your score. When we come back, you're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 
Back here for the fourth quarter of action, that third quarter again brought to you by In-Home Oxygen in the Twitter sphere at inhomeoxygen.net. And this fourth quarter brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. Primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Third and four. Low snap having to throw the football across the first down marker is a little as Clark had some pressure at his feet, able to complete the pass to Little. Little his third catch of the day. And they're going to move it from the 45 up to the 40-yard line, so a gain of 15 on the play. As Clark now with 2.10 through the air on 21 attempts. Large chunk of that coming on the couple of 50-yard pass plays. That one bobbled and able to get it into the hands of Marquise Williams. Williams run out of bounds. Able to get about three on the play. I'll mark him at the 37-yard line. 11.27 left to play in this one. Pope John Paul, a much better second half for them. As they've been able to stymie Burke's Catholic on the defensive end, throwing it all the way down the field. One-on-one coverage and making a pay once again is Marquise Williams. Williams able to snatch that one over the top of Isaac Picardo. 40 yards for the score. And this Burke's Catholic homecoming crowd has been hushed. So for Williams, his sixth catch of the day, he now has a buck 27 through the air. And this one could close to even tighter than seven. It's 34-27, the extra point attempt. Spot is down, the kick is up, and the kick is through. Just kidding, never mind. So hard to see that. So it's just gonna be 34-27, normal football scoring all the way around with 11-21 left to play. We'll be right back for Burks Catholic looking to hold on to this one and homecoming right here in Reading. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Well, 11:21 left. If you're a Berks Catholic fan, you might be clenching a little bit harder than usual. It's a seven-point ball game, 34-27. As 20 unanswered for Pope John Paul as this one scoots out to the 30-yard line. 
spinning around and still able to draw the pile forward across the 40-yard line are the Saints. And we'll get it around the 41 to start. So it has been all Pope John Paul here since 4.45 left. I mean, it was 34-7 to in the second quarter. A 64-yard interception return by J.J. Jordan. And since then, the next play from scrimmage was a 50-yard touchdown pass for Pope John Paul. And they had a 26-yard run with 9.54 to play in the third quarter. And now with 11.21 to play, Berks Catholic looking to hold on. They did something similar last week, that they ran up that big lead against Chichester. Ended up being a lot closer than they initially anticipated. Only winning that one, I believe, 39-29. As they hand off again. Very straightforward running play there as Hughes gets popped. Gains a yard. It's not that they haven't been putting their handoffs into their skill players' mitts. Caccioni had 13 carries in the first half. He has seven here in the second, but he has been held pretty well in check here as he had 34 yards on the ground there in the third quarter. Second and nine now. This time handing off to Caccioni. Caccioni off the right side, going to get caught. He's tripped up in the backfield. He's able to get back to the line of scrimmage, but... Gains a yard as he dives forward. So he's got a buck 46 now, but again, a fairly quiet second half as he has now carried eight times for 35 yards. A little over four yards carry. And we'll see what they come up with here on third and eight. They haven't been afraid to Put the ball into Mitchell Gatz's hands on a little play-action fake. We'll see if they do the same here. They do this time. Rolling out, and his throw is going to be short in the area of Picardo. Picardo, a decent enough route, got past the first down marker, came back for it, but that one killed some worms on the way to him. And it's going to be three and out here for Burks Catholic with 9.49 remaining. So that drive brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. Primary, urgent, emergency, on demand. All of that care is the best care anywhere. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Punt by Givens is away. That one's a good one. That one's going to be taken around the 22-yard line. And well covered by the Saints. As they're going to get it up to the 29. A gain of only seven on the punt return. But again, Pope John Paul with the ball back down by a single score with 9.41 remaining as it has gotten quiet here in Reading. The student section rowdy to start has quieted considerably after 20 straight Golden Panther points as they just said, you know what, the heck with it. We're going to do what we do best, and that's throw the football. And we've seen some... Excellent uh, offensive output here tonight from Pope John Paul. That one a little scoop pass 
Out to Little. Little once again, that's straight line speed. Gets across the 50-yard line from the 29. I'm not sure if we've seen a faster player here. Uh, certainly not tonight, but all season long as he's going to get out at the 50, a gain of 21 for Josh Little. As he only has 56 on the ground, he's only rushed five times tonight. But two of those have been for over 20 yards, one for 26 and that one there for 21, and it sticks Pope John Paul right at midfield. We do have a Golden Panther on the ground. Looking once again to get stretched out. A very humid night here. Like I said, last time I looked at the weather, we are looking at almost 90% humidity. As you can almost chew the air here in Reading tonight with 9.33 left to play. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Take a look at the Twitter feed of one Mike Drago at MikeDragoSports.com. Wilson now leading Martin Luther King 50 to nothing. So I guess if there's one way to get off the schneid of a two-game losing streak for the first time in many years in back-to-back -back weeks, uh, Wilson, some excellent scheduling there. A 50 to nothing lead over MLK. Mifflin also doing the same thing. They could have played... Uh, Cedar Crest tonight. Cedar Crest may be one of the lone Lebanon County teams with a chance to do much of anything uh, this season. It's really between them and Elko. Cedar Crest pulling out of their game against Governor Mifflin due to COVID concerns. And again, I won't play conspiracy theorist. Not that anyone wants to play Governor Mifflin, but there has been chat. Maybe not necessarily in District 3 as yet another player hits the deck here before we can get a playoff with 9.33 left in this one. Uh, but there have been talks, can't remember exactly which district, if it was District 10 or District 11, uh, that I was reading that there were legitimate concerns that some of the bigger teams in the conference uh, who certainly have a lot to play for playoff-wise uh, you know, may have been skirting some of the COVID rules in order to get out of some tough games, uh, maybe scheduling a lesser opponent to keep that win-loss record pretty sterling. Not going to do much for the power rankings, but uh, for strength of schedule. Uh, but I think the concern is more, well, we also don't want to take an L, uh, which is more damaging than the strength of schedule. So... That has been a concern elsewhere. They were talking about some uh, ways to, to fix that, that you know maybe you need to have a plan in place that you certainly you need to show uh, all the mitigation efforts that uh, the school and the team has been doing. And if it's deemed good enough, I suppose, uh, you're able to reschedule games. But it's a brave new world out there with COVID restrictions and everything else that we have going on. So certainly something that they will take a look at. Uh, you know, Cedar Crest was doing well, and then uh, unfortunately, as of late, uh, they were 
off to a rapid start. They won the Cedar Bowl against Lebanon 38 to nothing, and then they lost to or they beat Gettysburg 52 to 14 the following week. And then they lost to Carlisle on the road 45 to nothing. So uh, certainly could have been something very similar uh, as Nick Singleton with his second touchdown with, again, Penn State head coach James uh, Franklin in the house watching his running back recruit put Mifflin up 35 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Taking a look at the Wiser and Fleetwood score, once again, two very uh, highly rated Burks quarterbacks here, one going to Dartmouth, the other one going to Villanova in Klitsch and uh, excuse me, as I'm scrolling through here, Klitsch and Maddox. Klitsch with a heck of a first half. He only needed 54 passing yards in the second half to become the career passing leader at Conrad Weiser. With just shy of 3,700 yards. Finally back in action here. Well done by Little. Little up the gut. He's across the 20, the 15, 10, 5. And we are an extra point away from Pope John Paul II tying this game. So I said that Little had some of the best straight line speed that I've seen on a football field this year. I mean, he went from zero to 60 in no time at all. He just, he had a lane, he burst through it. And we are an extra point away here from a tie ball game. It's 34-33. Second touchdown run of the game. The kick is up and the kick is through. 34 apiece with 9.24 left to play. And it's been absolutely gashing plays for Pope John Paul against this Burks Catholic defense. Burks Catholic, it's a brand new game. It's basically 0-0 when we come back. With 9.24 left to play, you're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Thirty-four apiece, nine twenty-four left to play, and no other way to say it. Twenty-seven unanswered as Pope John Paul with literally all of the momentum, as they are swarming Burke's Catholic now. They're going to get it across to the thirty-seven-yard line off the squib kick, and that's where they take over. So. Burke's Catholic again was up 34 to seven with 5.02 left to play in the second quarter. A 50 yard touchdown pass from Clark to Kenning on a well-designed play 
cut it to 34 to 13. And then the extra point was made. So a 20 point lead at the half has vanished for Burks Catholic. A 27 straight. As once again, giving it to Hughes and Hughes, maybe three. And they're actually gonna give him more yards than I expected there. He's gonna go from the 42 yard line all the way up to the, sorry, from the 37 up to the 42. So again, a five for Hughes. His 15th carry of the game. Clock continues to run. This time, handing it off, Caccioni off the left side. Able to juke one defender, stutter steps here at the edge, able to get a few more yards. Able to get about five off of that little extra move there at the end, and he's across midfield. And they're gonna mark him at the 43 yard line. So a gain of 15 for Caccioni. He's up to a buck 61 on the ground. So first and 10 for Burks Catholic. One of the first times that they've actually been able to move the football against Pope John Paul. And we're gonna have, unfortunately, Tyler Givens lost his balance and went across the line of scrimmage. It's gonna be a false start on Burks Catholic. So marching back five yards, and they're back at the 48-yard line with 8.34 to play. And again, if you're Berks Catholic, this is basically a brand new game. This is your opportunity to make your mark. It's practically 0-0, just over eight minutes to play. So you forget about that 27-point lead that you had. This is starting over from scratch. Handoff is to Caccioni. Caccioni gonna gain most of that penalty yardage back. He's gonna be a yard short of doing so. They're gonna mark him at the 45 yard line. So gain of three for Caccioni. His 23rd rush of the day. Caccioni with 16 carries last week against Chichester. Hughes with 13. This time Gats rolling out, fires it. Play is deep and it's bounced up a handful of times. It hit a couple of different pairs of hands. One Burks Catholic as he was looking for Gibbons. Well defended by number 20, Marquise Williams, the junior captain. He's wide receiver, cornerback, free safety, 5'8", buck 35. It'll bring up third down and 12, so they took a shot there. Gatz's first incompletion of the day. And once again, they're gonna have to have Gatz throw it. Throws to Caccioni, Caccioni with a lane. He's across the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, five. He's across the pylon, is he in? He is. 45 yards 
Burke's Catholic with some life. And that time, well done. A little play fake from Gatz. While the pressure was bearing down on him, a little flare out to Caccione. 45 yards to the house. And it's now 40 to 34 with 7.34 left to play. Extra point attempt by Andrew Gonzalez. The lefty swings his foot through and the extra point is good. 41-34 with 7.34 left to play. And Pope John Paul looking to keep their hot stretch going here in the fourth quarter. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Well, Burke's Catholic waking up just in time here in the second half. They were kind of sleepwalking through after gaining a 27-point lead in the first half. Pope John Paul came all the way back to knot it at 34, and now a seven-point advantage. Again, a brand-new ball game. And Burke's Catholic winning that side of it. Kick is up. Kick is punched through, bounces at the 30-yard line. Little has to retrieve it around the 15. He scoots back, and now he's through up to the 30. And he'll be down at the 32-yard line. Once again, that straight line speed is absolutely unbearable for the Burks Catholic special teams, defense, all the above. I mean, we've seen some athletes play Burks Catholic here. Caccione, obviously, uh, has one thing going for him. He has that speed, but not quite in the same realm as Josh Little. As again, Little with 106 yards on the ground on only six carries, 44 yards receiving on three touches. As they go trips wide left, they're going to fake the scoop over across the middle. And with the first down and more is Clark. Clark easily his best rush of the day. Going from the 32-yard line up to the 48, so a gain of 16 for Clark. That more than doubles his total from the entire evening. He now has 31 on six carries. Golden Panthers nearly at midfield here as the clock ticks down to seven minutes. Once again, trips wide right. They're going to hand it to Little. Little up the middle, and goodness gracious, he has another wide open lane. He's at the 30 and finally tracked down. A gain of over 20 yards again, even in a blink of an eye. And they're going to mark him down at the 30-yard line. So a 22-yard run for Little. His last three touches have gone for 21, 50, 
and 22 yards on the ground. Once again, trips right. Kenning, their big guy, all the way on the outside against J.J. Jordan. This time they will scoop pass it. And I believe that was to Little again. Or no, it's going to be actually to number eight. As they get it out to Derek Skarbek. His first play of the day. And he gains four. Clock continuing to run now under six minutes. And we're going to have, once again, this near side judge is going to stop the clock and discuss something with the referee in the backfield. So I'm not sure if it's resetting the game clock, play clock. Seems that they're looking in the scoreboard's direction. Not quite sure what the what the issue would be. He's going to walk over here towards the home sideline over in the direction of Rick Keeley. I'm sure Keeley's trying to figure it out. But certainly this near side judge. Not the first time that he's done it here tonight either. And you have some of the home fans yelling for 6.05 to be put up on the board. There it is, 6.05 up on the board. As they have the clock running a little uh, heavy-handed on the trigger here at Berks Catholic. A little home cooking. So once again, another fantastic play design. They get that one all the way out to number 19. That would be Bradley Bass. As they're going to go from the 30-yard line down to the two. So a 28-yard pass play. So it was 19, Bradley Bass, his first catch of the day. As Clark now up to 278 by my mark. They're going to pitch it, and they are in for the score. I believe it's number nine. I believe it's Little again. There's no reason that it shouldn't be. Because I can't tell if he's a little shaken up coming off the field. I believe that it was number nine as their opposing fans are very happy right now. So an extra point attempt to not the game with 5.53 left. And a flag on the field. It's going to be a false start on Pope John Paul. Again, an all-important point here as it marches him back five yards. Pope John Paul just doing whatever they want right now to this Burke's Catholic defense. 
Again, basically a 0-0 game when Berks Catholic gets the ball back here. The extra point attempt is up, and it is wide left. Well, they needed it, and they didn't get it. Berks Catholic by the skin of their teeth on top by one when we return. It is 41-40 with 5.53 left to play. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. 5.53 left to play. 41 to 40, Berks Catholic on top. And if you're just tuning in, this has been a wild ride. As this one unable to be picked up by McGeary. McGeary now grabbing it around his 10-yard line, able to break a handful of tackles and gets it back out to the 25. So a 15-yard return and what could have been absolutely disastrous for Burks Catholic. As McGeary misjudged that one off the bounce, had to go retrieve it at his own 10 and was able to break about three different tackles there on his way out to the 26-yard line. So if you're the Saints, Currently a one-point lead. You're going to try to wind this clock as far down as humanly possible while picking up a first down. You're only going to be able to take so many seconds off that board as they hand it off and Hughes gets maybe one. Hughes now his 16th carry for 55. And a score. So they can march off about 45 seconds from this clock, and they will let it run pretty much all the way down. Or at least they should. Crazier things have happened. And they're not going to run down the clock. Instead, they're going to hand it off to Caccioni. Caccioni around left tackle. He's to the outside, spun around at the 40-yard line, and steps out of bounds. The clock will stop. Out of the 40, a 14-yard gain for Caccioni. And let me tell you, sometimes I am baffled in this profession. There's no bad time to start running clock. And the clock is stopped with 4.59 left, especially against Pope John Paul, who's been able to move this ball at will here in the second half. And you can't give them free seconds as Jordan and Gats run into each other in the backfield. We're also going to have a flag on the play. Jordan able to get about a yard, but have a feeling it's going to be coming back for 10. And it is. It's holding on the offense. So it'll be first and 20 
from the 30-yard line with 4.52 remaining. So again, if you just happen to stumble onto our broadcast, first of all, welcome. Second of all, Berks Catholic was up by 27 in the first half. Pope John Paul scoring 27 unanswered to tie it at 34. And then we've gone back and forth. Berks Catholic with a big touchdown. And Caccione able to swing from his right to his left. And he's knocked out of bounds. And he was hit out of bounds as multiple flags fly as once again Caccione stopping the clock at 429. Caccione now his 25th carry of the evening. So it was 19 yards plus the handful here. They're going to say he was marked out at the 35. So 34 on the carry for Caccione. As he is across the 200-yard mark. And another personal foul penalty on top of that. So they're just going to keep on walking. Pope John Paul's defense, ever the optimists, are uh, trying to say, oh, no, 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 no. He was definitely... That's not 15, but they finally mark him at the 22-yard line. Once again, the handoff, this time going to Jordan. Jordan spins to his left and is ridden out of bounds. Goes from the 31 inside the 10-yard line. They'll mark him at the 6, a 25-yard run for Jordan. And he's now across the century mark. He's got a buck 15 on the ground. As Caccione, by my count, has about 212 on the ground. On 25 carries. And he was pretty much held in check, but Burks Catholic able to make some stuff happen here as they're going to hand off. Once again, Caccione bouncing to his outside. He's in for the score. Caccione from six yards out. For Caccione, his second score on the ground is third of the day. And it's now 47-40. to 40. An increasingly important extra point attempt upcoming for Burks Catholic. But again, talk about stopping the clock. They had it at their own 26-yard line, and they ended up going the entire length of the field there as they finally bring in the extra offensive linemen uh, required for the extra point attempt as Gonzalez looking to swing his left foot through and make it an eight-point game. Kick is blocked. 47 to 40, it will stay. As we have a wild one here in Reading tonight. A seven point lead when Pope John Paul gets the ball back with 4.16 left to play in this one. 
You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home oxygen offers low and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net. 4-16 remaining. Burks Catholic with the blocked extra point now leading by seven. So the extra point miss by Pope John Paul on their last touchdown run. Not really meaning all that much as Burks Catholic unable to capitalize. Once again, Givens with the kickoff. This one fielded. It's going to bounce past them. It's going to be retrieved at the two. Up across the 20-yard line. Now looking for more space. It's Little again across the 30, 35, 40. I'm not sure if I can quite quantify how fast Josh Little is. But every time he touches the ball, it's absolutely electric. They looked dead to rights back at their own two-yard line, and they're going to start on their own 40. A 38-yard return. And Pope John Paul with excellent field position with 4.03 remaining. And again, can't really say enough about the fact that Burks Catholic, with a one-point lead, went 70, 74 yards down the field. They had it on their own 26. They went 74 yards in one minute and 37 seconds. So plenty of time remaining here for either side as they're going to throw the ball again, this time rolling out and laying out was Kenning as Clark, once again, a nice play design by Pope John Paul. They had him rolling out to his right, looking back across his left, and he had Kenning open, but misfired just wide. So for Clark, not many misses here. He now has 24 passing attempts. And especially in this second half, he has converted more often than not as he has 278 yards passing by my count. Second and 10, trips wide right. Once again, handing off. And this time, Little unable to break free, gets maybe two. He's going to go from the 40 to the 43, so he's going to get three yards. And it'll bring up third down and seven for the Golden Panthers. With the clock running here, have to imagine that it might be four down territory, depending on how you're feeling with stopping the Berks Catholic offense. And we're going to have... Well, this is an interesting call here by the referee. They're going to say offside on the offense, and it's going to march him back five yards. Which it was before the play was even snapped, so kind of hard to tell if you're offside before it's even snapped, I guess. At the high school level, 
It's five yards marching back. 38-yard line. It's going to be third down and 12 now. Clock stopped at 3.29. Clark going to get sacked well behind the line. Jackson Huddleston broke free. And no mistake about that one, he absolutely dropped him. A loss of 17 on the play. Goodness. Second sack of the evening. And it sends Clark and Pope John Paul all the way back to their 23-yard line. They're going to send their punter back. Clock moving. Five seconds left on the play clock. Now they have their third blocker out there. That snap is nearly over his head. Able to get it away and punt it. Bounces at the 48-yard line. Caccioni's going to watch it roll and watch it keep on rolling. Looked like a horrid punt, and it's going to stop at the 36-yard line. So well done there. That was Kenning, their tight end, and punter apparently. Able to get that one away from inside his own 10, and it bounces and rolls to the 36, where Burks Catholic will take over. And hopefully this time will drain the clock up by 7 and 2.30 remaining. Pope John Paul with all three timeouts remaining, as do the Saints. Again, 2.30 remaining. Burks Catholic on top. They're going to hand off to Hughes. Hughes up the middle, going to get stuffed after maybe two. I'm going to say he got up to the 39, so about three yards for Hughes. Clock is stopped as the Pope John Paul taking a timeout with 2.23 remaining. As a reminder, this fourth quarter brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. Primary care, urgent care, emergency care, on-demand care, the best care anywhere. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Second down and seven on their own 38-yard line. Saints looking to run out the clock on this one. Once again, trying to get it to Caccioni. Caccioni back across the 40-yard line, a gain of about three again. I have him at about 221 yards here. And Pope John Paul going to take another timeout. That play has been working. Most recently here in the second half as Caccioni has been able to break off some yardage. He had a buck 11 
on 13 carries. He's now at 27 carries, so he's had 14 carries here, very similar halves for about 110 yards. So it'll bring up third and five. So I'll actually mark him for two, so that'll put him around 220 for the day. For Burks Catholic, they get a small little homestand here as they face off against Malvern Prep next week, right here in Reading. We'll have all the action for you right here. And they get to travel on the road for a handful of games. They're at Daniel Boone at Reading High. And then a special game coming up on October the 15th when we play Exeter as we will have multiple broadcasts all going. Your broadcasters bringing you your game. As this time going to Josiah Jordan, a little reverse across the right-hand side. He is able to break across and get the first down. So well done by Josiah Jordan. It looked like he was dead in the water, and he gets it out to the 48-yard line. Again, a four for Jordan. As he's now up to a buck 23, Pope John Paul thinking about having to take that last time out. And they will, and we will take our last time out here, hopefully, in the fourth quarter. Minute 57 left, Burks, Count, or Burks Catholic trying to end this one up by seven. We'll have the rest of it for you when we come back. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Back here as the Saints look to close this one out here. All they have to do is hold on to the football, and I'll knock on as much wood around here as humanly possible to not have that come back and bite me as an announcer's curse as Caccioni over across the 50-yard line to the 49, gain of three. Got a career night here for Caccioni thought we were saying that last week when he lit up Chichester for 154 yards and three touchdowns. Well, he has three more touchdowns here tonight. One on the ground, sorry, one in the air, two on the ground. As he now has 10 touchdowns on the year almost matching his total from last year as Hughes taking the handoff. Now a minute three remaining. Play clock set to 40 and ticking down, so they will take another one here with about 16 seconds left. And that will pretty much wrap this one up as Pope John Paul has exhausted all of their timeouts here. It was a valiant effort 
by the Golden Panthers. It certainly hushed this home crowd as Berks Catholic was up 34-7 about midway through the second quarter. And then 27 unanswered by Pope John Paul. Tied it at 34. They tie, we're nearly tying it again. as they will just take a knee, and that will do it. Burke's Catholic escaping with a victory here tonight. Certainly shocked the home crowd a little bit. Uh, the end result is their third victory of the season as they improve to three and one with a 47 to 40 victory over Pope John Paul II. We'll be right back to wrap all of this up with the Saints winning this one by seven. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. In-home oxygen and medical equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-home oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-home oxygen. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. And back here in Reading, 47 to 40, your final score here as I'm trying to tally up all of the madness that has happened here tonight. And let me tell you, doing math this late in the game is not easy as trying to, once again, tally everything up. But for Burks Catholic, I mean, this was a absolutely monster win for them as they improved to three and one on the season. And after coughing up a 27-point lead, able to escape with a seven-point victory. Started back in the first quarter as they went up 13 to seven, a four-yard run by Hughes and a two-yard run by Caccioni. Uh, gave them two scores and then a 90-yard kickoff return uh, in between those two scores, uh, accounting for 13-7 to seven, uh, for Pope John Paul. Meanwhile, the second quarter, they were able to go up 
An eight-yard run by Jordan, a 16-yard pass from Gats to Picardo on a fourth down and 16, and then a 64-yard interception return by J.J. Jordan made it 34-7 with 5.02 remaining. And then Pope John Paul, credit to them. They never quite gave up. The next play from scrimmage after that interception return was a 50-yard touchdown pass from Clark to Kenning to make it 34-14. Then in the second half, the only score of the third quarter was a 26-yard touchdown run by Josh Little to make it 34-21. And then a 40-yard pass from Clark to Williams made it 34-27. A 50-yard run made it 34-34 uh, as Josh Little got on the board again uh, for the second time in the evening. But then Burks Catholic woke up taking a minute 50 off the board on their next drive. A 45-yard pass from Gatz to Caccioni made it 41-34. Pope John Paul was able to claw back, had a two-yard touchdown run by Little, his second of the day, but missed the extra point to make it 41-40. And then Caccioni, the exclamation point, pulling Burks Catholic ahead 47-40 with 4.16 to play, a six-yard touchdown run for him. For the Golden Panthers, Josh Little, certainly their man of the day, he had 133 yards on the ground on nine carries. He also had 44 yards receiving as well. They had Marquise Williams, who had two carries for nine yards, but 127 yards receiving on six catches. Kenning had three catches for 72 yards, including that 50-yarder. Uh, DJ Clark, their quarterback, he came in. We talked about how he completed over 76% of his passes. He was not very sharp in the first half. The second half, he came out to play as he ends up finishing with 24 passing attempts, 278 yards through the air, uh, two touchdowns, and an interception return for a touchdown. Uh, meanwhile, for Burks Catholic, Caccioni, an absolute career day for him as by my count, he has 28 carries for 223 yards. Mitchell Gatz with nine carries for six yards. J.J. Jordan with 11 carries for a buck 23. And Luke Hughes with 17 for 58. In total, Burks Catholic with a whopping 65 rushing attempts compared to four passing attempts. They ran up 410 yards on the ground as Caccioni with 60 yards through the air. Picardo with a 16-yard uh, touchdown catch as well for the Saints. So once again, they win here. They move up to 3-1 and one on the season. We'll be back next week when they take on Malvern Prep in their final non-Burks game of the season. After that, it's all Burks won all the time against Daniel Boone, Redding, Exeter, Muhlenberg, and Governor Mifflin. All of that brought to you right here on the Saints Sports Network. So for everyone here... In Reading, 47 to 40, your homecoming victory for Burks Catholic. They take this one in a nip and tuck game here at the end. But we'll be back next week, 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll be on the air at 6.45 right here on the Saints Sports Network. Thank you to everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Burks Catholic Saints football on the Saints Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org and in-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Join us next week 
when the Saints battle the Malvern Prep Friars. You can listen to the game at jgmedia.us. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.